latest from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly. On this week's show, I'm joined by the two Adams, my co-host Adam Ash and Scotland number 10, Glasgow Warriors number 10, Adam Hastings. Adams, how are you both? Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Coping. Surviving. Well, I'm all right. Surviving. Just surviving? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say so. It's pretty dull, isn't it? I reckon you've been thriving here, though. You know why? Because I'm on that um, the quiz WhatsApp group and you seem to be ranking quite highly <laughs> and you seem to be quite active in the group as well. So <laughs> sounds to me like you're thriving over there, big boy. Nah, it's, um, it's been good. Me and Ash here are part of kind of a group um, with a few of the lads, so we've been doing quizzes every couple of nights to keep us busy. Um, so they've actually been quite good. Um, there's been some awful rounds. Johnny Gray did a round the other night and it was just horrendous. We were all getting into him about that. But no, nah, it's been all right. Just trying to keep busy, I suppose. What was it? What was his topic? What was his topic, Ashley? <laughs> Are you in that one? Uh, actually, I've only been there for about two or three out of, I don't know how many, five? How many has there been? Yeah, oh, five or six, eh? Loads. Um, so, I can't actually I remember his topic. I think it was like a music round and it was just horrendous. Like they were all old, old, old tunes that no one knew. So I think everyone scored zero. I feel like Johnny would be like a very like old school rock kind of guy. Yeah, he's like, uh, I don't know, he's like U2, Coldplay, you know what I mean? Snow Patrol, I think that's his kind of scene. Um, right, and are these like uh, are these like video ones? Or are they just, yeah, we're all like, jumping on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, we're all jumping on Zoom, all right. so it's been all right. And then, like, I mean, everyone's pretty big into their gaming, so we've been playing FIFA Pro Clubs online, which is like when you, you all have a position. So I'm playing centre mid, I think we've got George Horn and it was Grant Stewart up front, but we've put him back to CDM because he wasn't getting the job done. So um, Andrew Davidson's up there with George Horn and then Sammy and Hugh play every so often. So now it's been good fun, to be fair. So other than gaming and quizzes, I've been trying to go on a couple of runs. We were just talking about our, our 5K there, me and Ashy, um, about how, how horrible it is. We thought it'd be easy, but it's disgusting. So, yeah. Because you, you, had, you had a bunch of nominations. You, you're just, what, I saw on your Instagram about an hour ago you posted that you'd done it? Yeah, I mean, I, so oh, I was trying to put it off for as long as I could. I think I had seven nominations by the time I did it, so I had to shout everyone <laughs> out there. But yeah, it was horrible. I don't think I'll be doing that again. Where did you do it? I just literally ran up Great Western Road for two and a half K, then ran back. Um, I was a pretty boring run, but I mean, I was just going for, going for sub 20, but I couldn't quite do it. Um, I was a couple of minutes over, so might have another crack again if I can pluck up the courage. Did you manage to get yourself on the road? Because there's probably no cars on it, or are you on the pavement? Nah, there's still a few cars going up. It must be a few people still working, obviously. So um, It's funny, man, when you're running, like some people, some people are moving like 10 metres to the left, going into the middle of the road when you run past them, and then other people just don't really care, and they're just walking next to you. So, I mean... Uh, everyone to their own eh? it's funny isn't it like see whenever I go down to the park sometimes Elisa comes with me and she's really she's like a stickler for the old two metre rule so whenever anyone comes near her she will like like basically like run across the path to get away (laughs) from them and I end up coming back every single day and my trainers are bogging because I get pushed off the path onto the grass it's actually all right now it's not that muddy but like a couple of weeks ago Trainers were bogging, so I, I don't know. It's a funny one. Like people seem to be um, 
like really strict about staying two meters away from people and then other people seem to just be like walking past people like and basically like banging shoulders with people i don't know it's weird i was in the park the other day there and this boy was there uh i don't know I don't really know what he was doing, but he had a few cans of tenants on him, and he was, <laughs> he was, he was, he was like, I seen him in the, in the distance, maybe like a hundred meters down, and he was noising a few people up, and I thought, oh, I'll be fine, I'll just walk past him, be all right, and he came up to me, and he's like, all right, big man, what's the weather like up there? And he started like <laughs> tapping me in the shoulder. He was like tapping me in the shoulder, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, get off me!" And then just walked on. But you know, like it's obviously, you know, some people aren't really. Following the rules yeah, as strictly as other people, and yeah, I suppose so, it's probably just, good to, to follow them strictly. Um, so this can be all over quicker rather than later. I know, and to be honest, I think the majority of people probably are, but yeah. you know, it's just maybe the odd person who's maybe a bit too relaxed about it, or maybe I don't know, maybe some people don't actually have access to some of the, the media outlets and they can't actually understand or be up to date on what the rules are etc so who knows yeah, yeah. Well. so and i know ashy last week you gave a, a tv recommendation for the week you and xander and that was uh tiger king with joe exotic i was saying to you before we started you look you're kind of ch- you're, you're channeling Mexican. a bit of a joe exotic today you've got the blonde hair you've got the camo shirt on we beard <laughs> so <laughs> well, I I didn't actually realise that I was until you said that, but I guess I am. Uh, this is actually Darcy Ray's top. He gave me this about f- six months ago to go on a camping trip, and I've still not given him it back. Ashy was uh, Ashy. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen it, but I know kind of the premise of it. So obviously, there's this Tiger King guy, and then there's this girl called Carol Mask, and he hates. And Ashy was on his Insta story the night, kept screaming, "Carol Baskin!" And his missus was getting pissed off, and it was rather fun. Ah, it was good. So I enjoyed that. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, she's told me off about it. Like, um, it's I can normally get away with doing it like maybe five or six times, and then it just gets irritating. And she, <laughs> like, I was in bed, and she just like slapped me one on the chest, <laughs> tell me to stop doing it. But no, it's I don't know. It's funny, and I just thought uh, I might try and put a few videos up there. And, just because I was recording them for ages and not actually sending them to anybody, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put it on Instagram. Who cares? Yeah, um, I mean, I've been putting loads of stuff on social media that I normally probably wouldn't, but that's what this is doing to everyone. Everyone's going a bit mad, so they're just chucking stuff up. Um, but yeah, I need to watch that Tiger King. I've I've heard Ozark's pretty good as well. I've been asking about it about. Five people have told me to watch that um, as well. Um, I was watching that Formula One series as well, the Drive to Survive thing. I, I never used to watch Formula One and then I've started watching it. And it's so good, man. It's so interesting, eh? And it's so intense and like, it's just so high pressure. It'd be such a cool job. Eh? They, they, might, they might have insight they get as well. Like that video crew just gets so much access to everything. You know, being able to see behind the curtain really kind of get you into those storylines. It's incredible what they can show. I know, it'd be cool if they did a Glasgow Warriors one. So I know. Duncan... Get on it, mate. Uh, hey, it's been suggested before. You never know. You only hope. <laughs> so, so would that be your recommendation then this week, Hasto? If someone was listening, looking for something to watch, would be the F1. Is it Drive to Drive to Survive? I mean, honestly, even if you're not in a car, it's like I was never into Formula One at all. Like I just didn't fancy it. I didn't. I wasn't into the driving, and it just seemed really boring. Like they drive around the track fifty yeah. times or fifty-four times or whatever. But it's so interesting, and it's just. 
proper gets you. It's a bit emotional as well. So get into it. So were you were you going to be watching then? Oh, I guess when when did you watch that? Because the Australian Grand Prix was cancelled a few weeks ago. So did you watch that before then? Uh, I just watched uh, yeah three three or four weeks ago. So right, okay. And I couldn't I couldn't stop. I smashed it in about a week both seasons. So it was class. Yeah, that's good. I was gonna I was gonna watch that. I got a couple of recommendations for people who said it was really good. And I'm the same. Like I'm not into Formula One, but I'm gonna give it a watch. That's gonna yeah, be I mean, nice honestly, it's like so good. They're so like the two drivers. Like so, you've got two drivers in a team, but like they're teammates. But they, if you don't beat your other teammate, like you risk losing your seat for the next year. So it gets so heated, and like they always crash into each other, and it just kicks off its glass. Uh, I've got a good friend, uh, Alex Stewart. His name is, and he's really into his cars and his Formula One. So uh, I wonder if he's watched it. He he'll be all over that. He's uh, this guy's actually an advanced. Uh, what is it? He's a He's done all these qualifications to actually get to a level where he's now like pretty much like an advanced race course driver. So he could like get really? in a Ferrari and take it round like, uh, was it Silverstone or something like that? And like he's, he's unbelievable. I've, I've been in his Ferrari as well, and it was uh, something else. You, 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 dream, eh? you, you said there, Hasto, about how like the guys kind of clash and they're obviously competing against each other, like. When you compare that to rugby, it's obviously so contrasting because with you guys, like you're working, like so far, obviously with you, you at ten, <coughs> obviously Ashy, you in the back row, like there is that kind of rivalry, but it's not, it's nowhere near that kind of same level, is it? You're all, you're all sitting for that one goal. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But obviously, you know, there's boys in your position that, are, of course, you're almost going against. Like if you have a bad game, and they have a good game, you could potentially lose your spot. So there's probably a bit of that there, but it's, it's obviously not quite as heated as. F1 because they've got kind of millions of millions of quid at risk like yeah. you know what I mean if you're getting paid 30 million for two years and then suddenly you're you know you're 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 going with that lifestyle and then that almost stops it's pretty scary but like oh, I'm talking stupid like that's six oh that's 30 million quid you've got but you know what I mean and then it's so high pressure yeah like you can lose your seat just like yeah. that whereas in rugby you could maybe get get it back you know fairly quickly if you have another couple of decent yeah. games or whatever and, and but when you watch that right and, and when you watched that, did you see any similarities at all, I guess, between rugby and then Formula One, just in general? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, obviously you've got like, you know, they've got all their training and stuff and they take it so seriously, like as you would in any sport, like they're practicing all the time. They're putting like hours and hours and hours into like, they've got these little, um, almost like computer games and they sit in their seat and drive and go around the tracks um, over and over. I don't know if you've seen it, like all the Red Bull so Ben, oh, what's his name? What's the cricketer called? Ben Stokes. Stokes. Yeah, he's been doing like an F1 thing. So they've sent him one of those machines and he's racing with Alex Albon, the Red Bull driver, because they're both a Red Bull and they're doing like a virtual Grand Prix this weekend. So it's pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Eh? Well, so, I, and then I've just been doing FIFA. FIFA. Online FIFA hey, tournaments. FIFA. So I've been beaten second round. So what, how's your um, rugby pass? Uh, FIFA tournament going yeah that was it man I lost second round to Jack Noll <laughs> was oh, in the quarters man. gutted I was better than him mate I was anyone if you're, if you're out there just go watch the video but he just he could not miss everything he shot just went in it was honestly ruined my day Did it? Wait, were you training for it at all ruined beforehand my day. Did you, was it one of these things you were like right I know I'm in this I'm actually going to sit and focus on this for a little bit and just kind of get my skills up nah not really I mean I played like three games before I played Henry Slade and then I just felt I just felt I'd beat Jack Noel because he didn't seem like a big FIFA, but he caught me sleeping, so gutted. 
Do you have a go-to team for FIFA? Uh, I did go Juve because they had Ronaldo and I thought he'd be awesome, but he was crap. So I went with Real Madrid and they were a lot better, but I just, I'm gutted boys. I don't really want to talk about it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> who's in the Who, final? Who's the best? Uh, oh, nah, there's still semis. I think Hugh's going to win it. To, Hugh Jones is going to win it, to be honest. He's awesome at FIFA. He plays all the time. Um, is, is he the best he, in the Warriors, would you say? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Andrew Davidson's pretty good as well. Um, so I, I don't really know, but he's pretty like he's pretty good. Like in camp in Scotland, camp he's always beating everyone. So I reckon he'll go all the way for Scotland. We wish him all the best. Hi, good luck, you. Do you know who he's yeah. got next up? Uh, no, no idea. Marcus Smith, actually, that's it. All right, okay. Just keep an eye out for that. It's Rug- Rugby Passes YouTube channel, isn't it? That's on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last two guys we've had on during, uh, I guess, what is lockdown or self, um, not self-isolation, social social distancing, we've asked this question, so I'll ask you it as well. Hey, Sto, if you could self-isolate or social distance with one <laughs> player in the team, who would it be and why? Oh, I thought you were going to say in one a, person. No, what, what, no. That, that, that's way too obvious. That's yeah, way that's too easy. so easy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so with one person in the, squad, the team? In the squad, yeah. <clears throat> that is a tough question. Uh, I'm, I've got two it's a toss up between two so obviously I'm I'm a single lad a lot of the boys have girlfriends so they'd probably have to come in with the lads right which you wouldn't want you want a lad pad so it'd be a toss up between Ali Price and Matt Smith I've lived with Matt Smith before joyous time of my life two years we had our ups and downs, but I still love the bloke. Um, so probably him and Ali. We spend a lot of time together anyway. We're always going out for food and stuff. He's a chilled out lad. Um, so yeah, one of them. I, I can't pick, unfortunately. I'd, I'd, get right. two, I'd get a three-bed flat and we'd all live together. Was it, not true that, um, was it not true that before we went into proper lockdown that you and Ali were going to uh, move in together just so that you could obviously have a, a partner in crime to, to live with? Yeah, we we spoke about it a few times. Um, I think, I think like we we do both live we do both like living on our own. Like I probably wouldn't want a, a flatmate. Um, I just kind of like, in terms of personally, I just like my kind of own space sometimes. Um, but like it, it would have been fine if we'd moved in together. Hey, so but you uh, were giving me the tour of your your new flat the other night there, which was looking lovely, a cracking pad. How long have you been in there now? Thank you. Uh, I bought it last May, um, so January, February, March, April. Yeah, so nearly nearly twelve months. I mean, I bought it in May, but then we were in, you know, World Cup camp, and obviously went to the World Cup. So I I didn't actually live in it for about five months, um, which was good because I was skint and I didn't have any money for furniture. So <laughs> I managed to build that back up, staying in hotels, obviously with the World Cup and things like that, and getting free food. So. Um, yeah, I came back and then so probably about six months I've I've been living in it um fully now and it's been good. It's nice having my own my own pad. I I did like having a flatmate. It's it's nice kinda you know, if, even if you're not speaking the whole time, you just kinda know someone's someone's in the pad. But now that I've got my own space, you know, it's it's funny because when I lived with Matt Smith I I didn't really care about, you know, making a mess as such, whereas in my new flat because it's my space and I've paid for it I, I want to kind of keep it tidy so I, I don't think I probably wouldn't like someone else living with me leaving dishes out uh, no I know what you mean that's so true you do sort of look after your place a lot more when it when it is yours and you know you're staying yeah. with someone else sort of thing 
Um, and then, so you, you enjoying living in the West End? I know previous that you only, you live literally, what, five minutes round the corner, but still, still enjoying it out in the West End? Yeah. I guess you can't really get out too much at the moment, but it's a, it's a good spot. Yeah, it, yeah, it's nice. Obviously, I've got, I can kind of go for a walk every so often, so I've, I've been on a couple of walks, you know, around the Botanics, which is all right. Um, or just kind of up Great Western. Um, but it's just nice being in the mixer, I think. You know, some boys live south side in town, um, but I just think this is perfect, obviously, with, with Scottston, you know, less than 10 minutes away in the morning. And then, um, you know, all, all my, my favourite food spots around Highland. Hindland. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's good, good area to live in. Lovely. And I know there's a, there's, a, there's a few of the guys who now commute to Scottston on electric scooters. Sam Johnson, DCH. Yeah. You're probably close enough to kind of fit into that category. Is that something you've thought about at all? I mean, I'm probably five minutes too far, um, right. especially in the winter time when it's freezing. But Sam pretends he likes to use his scooter into training, right? But it it's not a good scooter. He has to he has to run it up the hill. It doesn't go uphill. He's too heavy for it. So it's all very well in the morning when he's going downhill on the way in. But it takes him half an hour, and he he just can't admit it because he spent about five hundred quid on the thing, <laughs> and he's gutted that he spent that much in a scooter that doesn't work. So. Was it DTH? They got the first one, was it? Uh, oh yeah, DTH or Nico? I think Nico was. Well, yeah, I think Nico followed suit actually, and then Sam fancied getting one. Um, but I suppose it's good for the environment. Yeah. So I can't, I can't say anything. Can't knock um, it. But yeah, I probably, I probably won't get one. I don't really have a spare five hundred quid sitting about no. either. So we'll see after lockdown if I've managed to save. Which I probably won't, by the way. <laughs> hey, like I can't save money. It's just, it's just impossible. Tough, isn't it, man? Yeah, Obviously, you're you're quite like a, a high is. fashion kind of guy, though. You like, you know, your off whites, uh, stuff like that. So I guess that must kind of be a bit. Tough. <laughs> uh, ugh, I've tried to cut down on that. I had a kind of year where I went a bit mad with all that, that rubbish. But I've tried to, you know, cut it down a bit. I feel like I've, I've got a good enough wardrobe <laughs> now. To, <laughs> Not need to add to it every week, so um, yeah, I need to. I need to grow up a bit, lads. I need to. I'm. I'm gonna try and buy hopefully another flat next year, um, if I save save enough. So we'll as, see. As an investment kind of thing, or as in just moving up again? Yeah, I mean, I kind of. I mean, I've I've seen like obviously a couple boys of, like a couple boys in my age group have had to retire or whatever um, through injury and um, you know things like that, and it, it kind of put the willies up me a little bit. Yeah. Um. It kind of scared me a little bit, you know. Just it's, you know, it might not last forever or whatever. Or it's not gonna last forever. Um. And it could be cut shorter if you're really unlucky. So, yeah, I just kind of had a little epiphany. So, I've been trying to put money away ever since. So I've set up a kind of ISA that I'm that I'm putting away, and then I've just, um, you know, spoke to a couple of people about investing some. So it's all very adult stuff. Yeah. Did you did you ever have a job Which, before yeah. rugby, or is, is rugby your first um, professional job? Obviously, we, we were chatting about this last week with Xander, and Xander, I think. Had what did one he job. say? He'd had one job. No, he hadn't. <laughs> helping out his, bollocks. Helping out his grandfather uh, down with. That's not a job. <laughs> That's just being a good grandson. <laughs> um, no, uh, I've I've only ever had one job. It was for a week, or it was for five days, and I coached rugby at Markiston School in a rugby camp for five days. That's it. That's all I've ever had. <laughs> Um, which sounds a bit bad I don't, uh, I don't really like saying that because obviously people work very hard but we work very hard 
day in day out of training. But yeah, no, I signed I signed for Bath straight out of school. And then I was there for two years and then been up in Glasgow ever since and been loving it. So um, yeah, it's been good. So on April 6th, three years ago, so Monday, three years ago, it was announced that you signed with us. So I'm kind of looking to talk to you, I guess we're looking to talk to you around kind of what that journey's been like uh, coming up here, moving up from Bath. Obviously, you got your academy contract with Bath, played a few senior games with them. Uh, and then in 2017, it was announced that obviously you were coming to join us. So when, when, when you signed and then when you actually came up, were the people that you'd already played with before? Obviously, you played under 20s with Scotland, maybe guys you played with at school. Or were you coming into a squad where you kind of didn't know anyone? Um, I mean, I knew, like I'd I'd been in, like I'd been around some of the boys before. I'm, I'm pretty sure when I was like 16, I came in, Greg had brought me in and I trained for like a day with the squad um, when I was proper young. So like I knew of the boys, obviously knew them all, like a lot of them played for Scotland or had played for Scotland. Obviously watched Glasgow and Edinburgh a lot. Um, so yeah, I knew, and then I knew a few of them from 20s. So I knew like Matt Smith, Xander, um, like George Horn, I'd, I'd roomed with a couple of times in camp before at Paddy Kelly, I knew very well. Um, so yeah, I knew like a very small proportion of the boys. So yeah, it was a bit daunting daunting coming in, but um, look, it was honestly the easiest welcome to a squad I've ever had. Like everyone was so nice straight away. Um, you know, just so welcoming. It, it was... It was a strange one because obviously I'd been down south in Bath and it's just it's a, it was just a very different culture and it was almost just like I was coming home almost like to my own people because everyone was you know Scottish again and it was just so nice honestly it just felt like such a homely feel and then um, yeah obviously like just I think Glasgow is just such a good group of lads like everyone's so tight knit um, you're you're always gonna get like little groups of people who are who are better friends than. Um, whatever but like I feel like it's just it's such an easy squad to get along with you know and we have our socials and that it's, it's always good fun um, and whatever and yeah it's just honestly it's been the best three years I've, I've had probably um, you know it's been so enjoyable and then obviously the rugby's gone um, half decent I'd, I'd have still wanted to win the the um, competition last year I was still a bit gutted about that but yeah I think you know the direction where this club's going and obviously with the signings we've made and, and might be making um, soon, you know, it, it, it could be really good for us. Hey, hey, Stowe, what do you reckon? Like, I was just thinking when you were speaking there, like, Glasgow's such a good city. Like, it's, like, ev- like pretty much yeah. everything about it. Like, you've got, like, obviously you're out in the West End, there's a lot of cracking places to get out and eat or go for a walk yeah. or a coffee with the boys or whatever. Um, obviously, in terms of, like, playing rugby here, we've got a, a cracking fan base, like pretty much fill out Scots in every single week. Great nightlife. Um, how does it like, how does it compare to like Bath? Because I can imagine the, the likes of like Bath and Glasgow are quite contrasting places. Yeah, I mean, like Bath's a complete rugby city, so there's no football team um, or they're like a really lower league football team. So, um yeah, like it's just so rugby, rugby, rugby. Um, it's tiny, and it's just it's very like it's very intense. Well, I found anyway. I mean, I wasn't even like I was. No one knew who I was down there. If you know what I mean, um, apart from like the real real rugby noises. But it was just very. I can imagine if you were a senior player, it would have been very intense. Um, you know, there's a lot expected from from the club um you know it's just kind of like it's the hub of the city they play right in the middle of the city you know it's an awesome ground it is it's, it's an amazing club 
you know they've got the best training facilities um you know there are good blokes there as well like they had a good culture but it just is so much different than up here and then you know up here I, I was so surprised at how how good the crowds were you know because obviously I, I'd never been to a Glasgow game apart from the 1872 games which um you know tend to get massive crowds anyway but the fans are just amazing man like they just fill it every week and they're so loud um so yeah and then in terms of like the the city or whatever it's just it's much bigger I feel like there's more to do um and yeah as you said the knife life, nightlife's pretty good but I think it's more of a footballing city so you can almost you're almost unbothered at all um and you know obviously rugby's not not the the biggest sport um especially well obviously football's number one but you know, if you, I feel like if you're in Edinburgh, you might get recognised a bit more. But whereas here, it's just everyone just kind of leaves you, leaves you to to yourself, and it's it's really nice. So yeah, so it's it's much different, but I do enjoy it so much more here. That, that's one thing Dave actually mentions, and he quite likes obviously about being around here is like you know him being obviously very high profile in the wor- world, I guess across across the rugby world. Um, and you know, back in New Zealand, obviously people are recognising him all the time, but here you can just kind of go about and just kind of live his life and not really be pestered too much. Yeah. Exactly, and I think like everyone is just, it just seems like everyone's so chilled out here, eh? Like you can just go out for, you know, everyone's always out busy doing stuff and it just seems like a real kind of good vibe city almost, you know, everyone just wants to get on it the whole time, you know, I'm not meaning like the rugby boys, but it's just like a good vibe city, everyone's up for a good time, everyone's so nice, like I think the the Glasgow people are just very friendly, Um, you know, always up for a bit of crack, so... Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's been an awesome three years. Honestly, I couldn't have asked for like I honestly couldn't have asked for it to to be any better. It's been so fun. It's going to be an interesting. Th- it's going to be an interesting time. Like I don't know, you guys have noticed as well, but the weather started to get a little bit better over the last like week and a half or so. And yeah. I always get to this point, like see every single year where you know it's like springtime and the weather's getting a bit better. The sun's coming out. It's getting a bit warmer. And what happens to everybody in Glasgow or probably in Scotland is when that happens, everybody just wants to go outside and like, you know, know. get out in the parks or go to like a bar, have a few beers, get in a beer garden or something. And it's just not going to be able to happen this time. So it's going to be like so weird. Like, I don't know. Well, how... I know. Like you seen everyone in London the other day when it was sunny, just lying like by the canals and that, just drinking and like, I can definitely see it happening. Like it shouldn't, but you know, I can definitely see it happening. But I think the majority of I'll probably be good, but there'll definitely be, definitely be a few people. Would you boys prefer to play summer rugby? Yes. Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. Yes, and then like in your in your winter holidays, you could go to, you know what I mean. You could go to on holiday to wherever, and it'd be sunnier there. But yeah, it'd be so good to play summer rugby, especially for a club like us, like the brand of rugby we play. I think it would suit us way more as well. Yeah, and I guess. With us obviously playing against South Africa, with them being a Southern Hemisphere team, like South African teams, so the Kings and the uh, and the Cheetahs. Have you guys ever gone at like the height of summer and gone and played over there? When did we go last year? Christmas time. Uh, it was like November, or it was before autumn uh, tests. Uh, so October. It was October. It was yeah. October. Um, nah, it, it, it was, was pretty hot in Port Elizabeth, wasn't it? When we played the Kings. Ah, uh, that was hot that day. It was probably. 25 degrees it was a rough day for us at the office <clears throat> that day yeah um, tough day RIP but I can't uh, it would be I, I was in Cape Town in January and oh, that yeah, was that like warm, like 30 30 plus degrees it would be really difficult playing in those conditions Like, and it's actually Cape Town would be okay because there would be a bit of a breeze there but when you go to like 
uh, Bloemfontein or Joburg, it would be difficult, especially yeah. at altitude, playing in that heat. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, when we played Cheetahs, it was, it was pretty... Where were we? Bloemfontein, yeah. And it uh, was pretty roasted, actually. First 20, they were beating us. I think we were a bit stung by the heat, but then, obviously, we got our second wind and we were sweet. But Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I, it wouldn't be that hot here, so I think we'd be all right. I know. I think it's generally a bit warmer up there in, in Joburg or Bloemfontein. Like, even in the winter, you're still probably going to get, like, high 20s if it's, like, a decent day outside, which most of the time it is. Whereas, like, I can remember we went to Cape Town to train... Uh, before we played Port Elizabeth and like that was in round about October as well and I think it was only about 15 degrees maybe 18 degrees so it's quite similar to here maybe at the start of the season or the end of the season so yeah it just depends what what time of the year you go at so yeah so basically it's a resounding yes do you reckon most of the squad would be like that most of the squad would prefer summer rugby oh yeah yeah definitely (laughs) apart from maybe Rob Harley because he's ginger and he'd get married (laughs) <laughs> maybe Darcy Ray, he maybe wouldn't like it either. He likes diving about in a mud bath, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would be like ninety nine percent of the squad would want to do it. Though. Yeah, surely, surely. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of going back to you joining the Warriors, um, was what I guess you kind of talked about the culture there. So maybe that's maybe what you will say. But what was the biggest change between those two squads coming up? That's a tough question. Um... I don't know, I just felt like this squad was tighter up here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, I just felt like this squad was so much tighter up here. Honestly, you know, it sounds daft, but like, maybe it's because I'm older, I was older as well, like when I moved up and I, I was kind of, you know, more integrated in the squad, I obviously played a lot more. Like when I was down at Bath, I was an academy player, I was pretty shy, um, you know, I didn't play many games. So maybe that that was, you know, the, the change I felt as well. But even in my first year at Glasgow, you know, I didn't play much. So I don't know, it just it just felt like, um, you know, just everyone wanted to play for each other. Like, it sounds daft, but, you know, when you're on the pitch and, like, you, you score a try or someone else scores a try, you know, all 15 blokes are running in there and you honestly feel like they're just genuinely happy for one another. And it sounds, it sounds daft, but it's true, man. Like, when you score a try, you feel like literally everyone in that squad... Is buzzing for you, and that's like it's on. That's that was the difference. Like I just, I just feel it. I just feel like there's more love in the squad, honestly. So, hey, so you've got another year on your contract. You're with us through until the, I guess, the end of the 2020 2021 season. Obviously, we're kind of a bit uncertain right now as to what's going to happen with the rest of this season. But next year, with new coaches coming in and stuff like that, how are you looking to kick on? How are you looking for the club to kick on? Yeah. I'm- Pretty excited to be honest. Um, you know, I'm obviously gutted Renz is leaving. I think he's been brilliant for me personally. Um, he's helped me out, he's kind of given me my shot. Um, but yeah, obviously Danny coming in, know Danny well from Scotland and he seems really passionate, which is good. Um, you know, I've had a couple of conversations about him about uh, with him about, you know, where he kind of wants the club to go and I think he's speak, spoken to a, few, a couple of the boys about that. So yeah, just really exciting. And then, obviously, Johnny Bell coming in as well. I've heard great things about him. So, um, yeah, obviously, it's, it's very exciting times for the club, um, you know, with, with the potential signings we, we can make and, um, you know, obviously, the boys staying on as well. So, yeah, just just looking forward to, to next season, really, and, and hopefully, um, you know, well, hopefully we can get out before the end of this season and finish this one off. But if not, I think um, it'll be good good to to get a fresh start and, you know, have another crack at crack at the league and, and hopefully put put the loss um from last year right. And Ash, you're in the same boat as Hayes, so you've still got another year with us. 
So you can, would you echo his comments on that? 100%. It's always exciting when a new coach comes in. Um, and I think, you know, I, I would say the same, obviously, for Dave to be going. You know, he's he's been fantastic for us over the last few years. I can echo that enough from, from Adam's point of view. I think he's been, um, you know, we've all learned a massive amount whilst he's been here and the way that he kind of has managed things and uh, helped us, I think, develop his men as well has been really, really probably the biggest thing for me. It's been it's been impressive to see and be a part of. But yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I still got another year on my contract and, you know, it's always exciting when a new coach comes in. It's, it's a chance to you know, um put your best foot forward and, and hopefully um you know, play a big part in the season to come. So yeah, it's exciting. So so you've both been doing TikToks, hey so I think you put you put one up this week with you and Blair Kinghorn a little edit together. So are you guys now actually becoming video editors in the weeks to come? Are we gonna be able to hand over some work to you guys, give you guys, you know, help us make some highlight reels and stuff like that? Yeah, right. I'll only Easy. highlight myself though. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not that good at them to be honest with you. The ones that I've been putting up are just like me, filming. Like, I'm not editing anything. I might use like a an effect or something like that. But Hasto seems to have nailed it. Like that video he put up with him and Blair. Blair was bouncing about the crowd, and Hasto was dropping a few big bangers <laughs> behind the decks. That was that was pretty impressive. How is it? How did you learn how to do it? I was doing my best Adam Ash DJ impersonation. <laughs> Um, nah, it's actually not that hard, eh? Like, just literally YouTube it. I want to uh, tell everyone to go watch Ali Price's TikToks. They're horrendous. <laughs> if you want to cringe, just go and watch his TikToks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm up for making a few highlight ones. <laughs> who who brought them? Like, who was the first person to do them at the club? Was it Ali? Like, it just suddenly came out of nowhere, like the week before, kind of obviously. Aki, was- yeah, Aki Sioli. Um, did quite a few of them before. His were quite good. Yeah. He just does loads of dances. He's actually quite good at dancing. But then I think after the World Cup, Ali... No, it was, no sorry. It was before the Six Nations, Ali was doing... <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but, like, I think he's realised... I think he's deleted a few. Some of them are all right. Some of them I actually enjoy a good giggle with. Aki's just um, a man of many yeah. talents, though. Like, he can sing. We were at the, uh, the Exeter away game, and he was sitting pulling out magic tricks... Obviously, he can dance. Really? Yeah. Nah, Petrus, Petrus Duplessis is the magic man. He, he has some, honestly, phenomenal magic tricks. I remember after we played Exeter away, and he did these magic tricks. We'd had a couple of beers, to be fair, so that maybe that was affecting my sight, but he was <laughs> unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Um, so, Petrus, put some more on uh, Twitter, please. <laughs> so, have you got any more TikToks lined up, then? Either of you? Nothing in I've the been trying one. to look at trends, but yeah, I've been looking at the trends, but there's nothing I really fancy. They're all just a bit. If you dance in front of a camera, it's just a bit cringe, isn't it? I'm trying to make original ones. Ah, no, I'm the same. And so people know I'm taking the piss. You know, fancy doing was it the toot slide or a toosie slide for no. Drake? No, Drake's a sellout. I can't believe he did that. He made that song because he knew people would take talk about it. He's supposed to be a gangster rapper. And he's selling out like that. I'm disgusted, Drake, if you're listening to this. <laughs> J. Cole would never do that. <laughs> so no, we're not going to get any dance videos then from you, Hasto. Only high-quality edits, are we? Probably not. You'll get them off Ali and Aki. <laughs> That'll be it. Ashley, anything in your in the pipeline with you? Nah, nothing. I definitely won't be doing any of the dancing ones. That's not for me. And 
Um, Bro, you should make some mixes and put them on like SoundCloud. Well, so people can work out them. I know, I was thinking that, but I actually don't have my DJ index at home. My friend's got them in his restaurant oh. at the moment, so it's not ideal because this would have been a great time to, um, you know, make some mixes or just, just have a bit of fun, to be honest. But i seen there was a yeah. few boys getting some uh, mixes made on the weekend from the, the boy through in Edinburgh. Um, yeah, he's, he's making me Ma- one now. Is he? McCl- what's his first name? I'm second yeah. McLeod. Craig, Craig, Craig McLeod. McLeod, shout out Craig McLeod. It's quite good to be fair. I was listening to his uh, mix this morning, his lockdown mix, uh, just on these AirPods whilst I was doing some work, and I was really enjoying it. Top quality stuff. Yeah, fair. So what's the kind nah, of mix he's he, making? Yeah, he's making. What, what's the kind of mix uh, he's making? Is it just like for you to work out to, or is it like your songs that he's kind of bringing together, or what is it? I've just given him my favorite artists' names, and he said he'd make one. So, I mean, I've not got it back yet, but I'd imagine it'd be pretty good. He made one for Brycey. And I think it was pretty good, so yeah, fair play. It's good, fair play to the guy. He's obviously just like everyone's on lockdown and he's probably got more time than he usually yeah, exactly. has, so he's doing his own little bit to, you know, I guess you could say like giving back to the community, doing some, some free work for people, giving them some good music to, to keep them going and maybe their workouts or whatever. So yeah, good on him. Happy days. Nice. And one one last question, one last rugby question actually for you, Hasto. So as a kicker right now, is there a way that you can sit and kind of keep your, I guess, your kicking skill up, refine your kicking skill, kind of your, obviously your, it's not hand-eye coordination, but I guess eye-foot coordination, accuracy, all that kind of stuff. Is there any training you've kind of been doing around that? I've been playing PlayStation with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I've got balls on my tee still, so I've, I've done a couple of sessions. So, yeah, I think it's, I mean, with me, it's just um, little and often, um, is the big one, you know, if, like if I end up trying to kick loads, you know, twice a week, then I'll end up just being crap. Um, I think I did that the Italy week, actually, so uh, that's why I missed everything. But um, now nah, little and often, so, I mean, I'll try probably do it maybe two, three times a week. Um, any more than that, I think I'll just be bored. Yeah. I'll be bored of it. So, yeah, I've just, just little bits and then, yeah, hopefully I can come back striking it all right still. Um, and it won't take me two months to get back so yeah fingers crossed cool perfect guys right we'll call it there for today so thank you both for joining me so thank you Ashi and thank you Adam do either of you have anything you'd like to promote obviously we've been talking about TikToks Adam you're looking um, for my TikTok is Adam Hastings 2 and Instagram is Adam Hastings 96 there we go Ashi anything from you uh, no, to be honest, I've not got any TikToks in the pipeline and they're pretty rubbish, so I wouldn't even bother going on my profile. I was promoting it a few weeks ago, but I do, I need to get my finger out if I'm going to be promoting it. But uh, I started a new podcast, give that a listen to, it should be out in the next few days. Um, What's I, it called? It's called. It's actually called the Frizash Podcast, or the Frizash Show, because it's myself and uh, my friend uh, Michael Frizzell. And we're just oh, nice. kind of... We just thought we'd take the opportunity to uh, get a little bit of content out there. Like obviously, there's people stuck indoors, and um, you know, if we can make their day a little bit easier, maybe provide a few laughs to them, then we'll do that. Um, so we're really just like interviewing different athletes from different sports and backgrounds and whatnot, and just uh, yeah, just getting them on for a chat and just kind of see where the conversation goes. So, hey, Sto, you might be getting a call at some point soon. I'll give it a listen, mate. Might help me sleep at night. I've got insomnia at the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
No, right, so... perfect. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, we'll speak to you all next week. So just from us, be sure to follow Glasgow Wire on all social media channels. We're working hard across the team to keep you guys entertained. And please remember, stay at home.